How am I supposed to use my emotions to make a decision when my emotions seem like they're everywhere? Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down, sometimes they're in the middle. I have no clue. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I'm Lauren Francois, human design, mindset, and money expert. I'm a mom of two, entrepreneur for the past nine years, and six-figure earner. I help you, successful, ambitious women, create more success and wealth with more ease by using my unique approach to get you to think and operate in a way that's in full alignment with who you truly are and what you deeply desire. If you're ready to dig into, understand, and remove the blocks that have been holding you back from catapulting yourself forward, you're in the right place. Let's dig into today's episode. We are back and today we're talking human design in another Align with Design mini coaching episode. And we're going to be diving into an emotional authority today. And we're going to be talking about using your emotional authority as a business owner to make decisions with regards to your business. How do we make aligned decisions? How do we make the right decisions to create more wealth, more money, more success in our businesses? And there's a reason I want to talk about the emotional authority. Number one, I have personal experience with an emotional authority because I am an emotional authority. So I can speak to this on a very personal level. And this is something that I have been embodying. This is something that I have really been working on with regards to my decision making. So I have a lot of wisdom to offer here. The other reason I wanted to talk about the emotional authority is because it is the most prominent authority. So the emotional authority outweighs every other authority in the human design hierarchy. I do not mean that the emotional authority is the best authority. That's not what I mean when I say it outweighs. What I mean is if you look at a human design chart and you have the emotional center defined, you have the sacral center defined, you have the splenic center defined, you have the G center defined, those are all centers that have authorities associated with them. The emotional authority will override all of those centers. So if you have your emotional center defined, your emotional solar plexus defined, even if you have your sacral center defined, your splenic center defined, your G center defined, you are going to be an emotional authority. If you have your sacral center defined, but your emotional authority is not defined, you will be a sacral authority. If you don't have your sacral center defined or your emotional center defined, but you have your splenic center defined, then you'll be a splenic authority. So what I mean when I say that the emotional solar plexus or the emotional authority outweighs all the other authorities is if they're all defined, you're going to be an emotional authority. So what is an authority? If this is your first time hearing about human design, you may already be thinking, what the heck is she talking about? What is an authority? So 
your authority is the way that you make aligned decisions. Now, the idea behind your authority is that we are not meant to make decisions from our head. And you might be thinking like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I've been taught to make decisions by making pros and cons lists, by using logic, by thinking through things. Like what do you mean I'm not supposed to use my head to make decisions? What I mean is according to human design, you're not supposed to use your head to make decisions. You're supposed to tap into a certain part within your body, which is your specific center that is your authority in order to make decisions. And the reason you you want to do that is because tapping into this center within your body is going to give you a consistent way to make decisions. If you have a defined center, that means you have consistent energy coming from within in that center. So you're not relying on anything outside of you. You generate that energy from within. So it's consistent. So we want to be tapping into something that is consistent from within us to make our decisions. And there's a couple of exceptions when it comes to this because there are charts and types that have no centers defined. So if you're a reflector, you have no definition in your human design chart. And so you might be thinking, okay, well, what's my authority going to be if I have nothing defined? If you are a reflector, you have a lunar authority. The other big one is um, if you have only your head and Ajna center defined, you're going to be you're not going to be tapping into your head or your Ajna center to make decisions because, again, we're not making decisions from our head. So there are a couple other types of authorities that come into play when you have a chart that looks like that. But for now, we're talking about the majority of the authorities. And the majority of the authorities, you're tapping into the consistent source of energy within your body to make decision. So you're getting outside of your head. Why do we want to do that? Because our head is very subjective. Our beliefs are subjective. Our beliefs depend upon a whole heck of a lot of things. And some of those things may not be ultimately true. So we don't want to use something that's very subjective that can be inconsistent to make decisions. Again, we want to tap into, we want to get out of our heads and tap into that consistent energy within our bodies. So when you have an emotional authority, that means you have your emotional solar plexus defined, which means you have a consistent source of emotional energy that comes from within. This means that in order to make decisions, you're supposed to tap into your emotions. And you might, again, be sitting there thinking, what do you mean I'm supposed to tap into my emotions? My emotions are all over the place. How am I supposed to use my emotions to make a decision when my emotions seem like they're everywhere? Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down, sometimes they're in the middle. I have no clue. 
So when you have an emotional authority, and I say you're supposed to tap into your emotions to make a decision, what I mean is you're supposed to feel into all of the emotions before you make a decision. I'm going to repeat that. You want to feel into all of the emotions of the decision before you make a decision. So what this requires is time, especially when you're making bigger decisions. And when it comes to your business, a lot of times you're making more like important decisions. So what you need to do as an emotional authority, and this is something that I have learned to do, is you have to learn how to ride your emotional wave. What is an emotional wave? It's all those emotions you're feeling. It's up, it's down, it's in the middle. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. Your emotional wave is the array of emotions that you're going to feel as you're processing this decision. So I'm going to give another personal example because this is my authority and this is something that I have really been working on and it's also something I see a lot of women who have an emotional authority struggle with. So what does it look like for me as a manifesting generator with an emotional authority to make a decision? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about all the types that can have an emotional authority. So manifesting generators can have an emotional authority, generators can, manifestors can, and projectors can. The only type that cannot have an emotional authority, again, is a reflector because reflectors have zero centers defined and you have to have your emotional solar plexus defined in order to be an emotional authority. So I am a manifesting generator with an emotional authority. I also have my sacral center defined but again, I'm not a sacral authority because my emotional center is defined. So as a manifesting generator, so we've got we've to talk about a couple other things in order for this all to make sense. So as a manifesting generator, I my aura is very magnetic. I am constantly magnetizing things to me, magnetizing opportunities to me, magnetizing ideas to me. Things are getting magnetized to me, magnetizing people to me. If you are a manifesting generator, this applies to you too. It applies to all manifesting generators. We have very magnetic auras, which means we magnetize things to us. Then what you need to do as a manifesting generator is first you need to use your strategy before you're going to use your authority. So what, what do I mean by that? Your strategy is specific to your type. So each type has a specific strategy. There's one strategy per type. If you are that type, you have that strategy. So as a manifesting generator, my strategy and your strategy, if you're an MG, is a combination of strategies. It's the manifestor strategy and the generator strategy, but it's the generator strategy first because manifesting generators are generators first. So the generator strategy is to wait to respond. So as a manifesting generator, my strategy is first to wait to respond, then to inform and initiate. Inform and initiate is the manifestor strategy. So what do I mean by wait to respond? As I was saying, MGs, we magnetize. So we're constantly magnetizing things to us. And what we need to do is as we magnetize things 
to us, we then respond to them. So things are coming at us and we respond. We do not initiate right away. That is the strategy of a manifester is inform and initiate. We have to wait for things to magnetize to us once they may and then we can respond. So we're waiting for things to magnetize to us. We're noticing things that are popping up more than once. We're noticing things that are coming, opportunities that are coming, ideas that are coming. We're waiting to respond. So how do we respond? Well, as an MG, you are going to have a defined sacral center. And your sacral center is like your center of your gut and intuition. So the way you respond initially is through that like gut reaction. Like what is my gut saying? So we we're magnetizing these opportunities to us. We're magnetizing people to us. We're magnetizing ideas to us. And as we notice them coming in, what we want to do is we want to tap into that sacral center and say, what does my gut say? Does that thing light me up? Ooh, does that idea light me up? Does that sound really fun, cool? Is that something I'm passionate about? Yes or no? Does that opportunity light me up? Does that sound like something like sacral response is pretty quick? Is that something that's lighting me up? Like, do I feel that in my gut? Yes or no? Now, if you're a sacral authority, you simply go with that. <laughs> But as an emotional authority, you have to take it a step further. So you're going to have that initial like gut response, that sacral response. That's what that's your responding. Okay, so I have that initial gut response. And let's say I have an idea in my business. So I've magnetized this idea to me. My initial sacral response is, that sounds really exciting. That is my gut response. Now, as an emotional authority, what I need to do is I need to ride my emotional wave, which means I need to give it a little bit of time before I make a final decision because I could be saying yes or no based on my emotions in that moment, but I'm meant to feel into all the emotions of that decision. So let's say I magnetize this idea to me and I'm like, oh, that is such a great idea. Like my gut response is like, yes, that's really exciting. That's something that I'm really excited about. Like my gut saying yes, I could be at an emotional high. You never want to make a decision from an emotional high. As an emotional authority, you want to make your decisions from a place of emotional clarity, which is like even keel. Okay, so this is why you need to wait. So you magnetize the opportunity to you. You respond using your sacral center initially. And then with your emotional authority, the question you ask yourself is, after I have waited a, a couple days, maybe it's a, usually for me, it's at least a few days, sometimes up to a week if I'm thinking about ideas, you have to give yourself that time to feel into all of the emotions of that decision. And then after I've waited for that period of time, I will ask myself, does it still light me up after I've ridden the full emotional wave?
or it could actually be the opposite. Perhaps an opportunity came to you and your gut was saying yes, but you're, you were at a place of an emotional low and you were thinking, no, I'm not really like feeling that. And then you ride your full emotional wave and you're like, wait a second, I'm actually like really excited about that opportunity now that I felt into all of the feelings and allowed myself the time and space to come to emotional clarity. So it can work both ways. So that's for a manifesting generator. I pretty much already talked about generators when I was talking about MGs because as I said, manifesting generators are generators first. So the generator strategy is to wait to respond. Then you're going to use that sacral center. You have a defined sacral center if you are a generator. So you're going to use that sacral center to feel into your gut intuition. Does this light me up? Is this something that I am excited about? And then you're going to tap into that emotional authority. Now, manifestors and projectors, it's going to be a little bit different for you because you do not have defined sacral centers. So manifestors... Your strategy is to inform and initiate. You do not wait. You are the only type that has a strategy that does not involve waiting. So you are going to, you are meant to, as a manifester, you are meant to pave the way. You are meant to step into the unknown. You are meant to be the first. You are going to get these ideas and you're meant to lead the collective in a new direction. So you are not waiting. So you're going to get this idea. And if you're like, okay, I've got this idea, what you're going to do is you're going to tap into that emotional wave right away. So you're not going to say, oh, what is my gut intuition saying? Because you don't have that sacral center defined. It's undefined for you. And so you can't rely on that for consistent energy, for a consistent answer. So you get an idea and you're going to tap right into that emotional authority. Now, this doesn't make you mean you make a quick decision. You have to still ride that emotional wave before you make your decision. But once you make your decision, you inform and you initiate. So you inform the people around you of what you're going to do and you initiate. You begin. Projectors, your strategy is to wait for the invitation. So once you receive an invitation which is could be an invitation from someone specifically. It could be you asking for the invitation. It could be an energetic invitation, but you have to wait for the invitation in order to operate in an aligned way. Once you receive the invitation, then you are going to tap into that emotional authority and ride your emotional wave to make a decision. Now, What does it look like when we fall out of alignment? The biggest mistake that I see emotional authorities make is we're in a rush. We make decisions too quickly. And manifesting generators, 
I'm talking to you and generators. I'm talking to you. We have a tendency to be in a rush. Like we want things to happen really quickly. And so we rush our decisions. We don't ride the emotional wave. And so what I see happen most often is we say yes to things that don't end up being aligned. So in the moment, we tap into that sacral center. It's like, uh, ooh, that sounds exciting. And then we're at an emotional high and we're like, yes, that sounds great. And so we make a decision right away because we're in such a rush. We want things to happen now. We want things to happen quickly. And so we're like, okay, I'm going to get started. We also have the energy to do that. Like generators and manifesting generators have the most energy. And when we're working on something that we're really passionate about, that actually recharges our battery. And that's why we can work so much. However, I know that I have done this in reflection. I can pinpoint all the times that I did this before I realized, before I knew anything about human design and realized how the emotional authority works. But I made a lot of decisions too quickly from an emotional high. And then like a week later, I I wouldn't feel the same. I would be like, that doesn't really light me up anymore. I don't, I don't really want to do that. Or like it just wouldn't work out. And that's because I said yes during an emotional high and I didn't take the time to fully ride that emotional wave to see if or to make that aligned decision. So what is required from you when you're an emotional authority is you have to slow down. And that is so hard because we are in such a rush these days. We are go, 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 go. It has to be done now. I have to get results now. I have to pull the trigger now. If I don't, I'm behind. I'm losing time. I'm falling back. I'm never going to get it done. It's this like frantic energy of like, I have to go. 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 And like I said, manifesting generators and generators have this the most, but we have to slow down. Emotional authorities require time to make decisions. The saying for an emotional authority is when in doubt, wait it out. Wait. (laughs) Wait for emotional clarity. Ride the full emotional wave. That means we have to slow down. The emotional wave doesn't happen in 30 seconds or 30 minutes or usually with even in a day, especially with bigger decisions. Your emotional wave is going to take time couple days, three days, maybe a week with really big decisions, it could take longer than that. But we have to slow down and allow ourselves the time to ride that emotional wave. And what that requires is trust. It requires that we trust that everything that is meant for us is going to be there for us that it's not going to disappear, that if we wait, nothing bad is going to happen. We're not going to fall behind. We're not going to miss the opportunity. We have to give ourselves that time. And in order to do that, we have to trust ourselves. 
So when I talk about that, when I say this requires you to slow down, this requires you to trust, this also requires communication. You have to communicate that you need time to make a choice. All of those things right now might be bringing up some beliefs for you, and I'm guessing they're limiting beliefs. You might be thinking, well, in my position, I don't have time. I'm not, ge- I'm not allowed to have the time. I'm not given the time. I can't wait. I can't do that. Maybe you're in a corporate role and you're thinking, I can't tell my boss that I need a couple days to make a decision. I don't have that time. This is where we have to get bold. This is where we have to communicate our needs. This is where we have to say, in order to make the best decision, I'm going to need a couple of days. Let me feel into it. I'll get back to you. And we have to practice that. So I want you to think about what limiting beliefs are popping up right now for me around slowing down, around giving myself time, around communicating. What stories am I telling myself that are holding me back from doing this? Are those things ultimately true or can I see it a different way? How am I showing up? Have I ever actually asked for what I need when it comes to decision making? Have I ever actually expressed that outwardly? Or am I making assumptions about how things have to be? So this is where we get to dive into what is my internal state of consciousness when it comes to these things. But that is what is required for an emotional authority. And if you're an emotional authority, this is how you make aligned decisions. And I can tell you that as I have implemented this, as I have embodied this, oh my gosh, it is life-changing, you guys. It is life-changing. When you make decisions this way, you're going to find that you make so many more aligned decisions. And when you make aligned decisions, you waste a lot less time on things that are not aligned for you. So it might feel like you're slowing down in the moment. You might feel like, oh my gosh, there's no way. How can I actually wait? This means that everything is going to take so much longer. But I would argue the opposite. Yes, the decision itself may take a little bit longer, but you're going to make a fully aligned decision instead of a misaligned decision. And so you're not going to be wasting a lot of time on things that are not aligned for you, which I guarantee if you're not, if you haven't been following your emotional authority up until this point, You've been wasting a lot of time on things that weren't ultimately aligned for you. I can guarantee that. So yes, it may take a little bit longer to make the decision, but you're going to make a lot of aligned decisions, which which are going to exponentially increase your abundance. You're going to get to where you ultimately desire to be so much faster when you're making a majority of aligned decisions. 
versus going astray by making a lot of unaligned decisions because you're in such a freaking rush. So that is how you make decisions as an emotional authority. And like I said, this is life-changing. Human design, you can go so deep into human design, but if you just stay surface level and you start living your life and operating your business in a way that's in alignment with your type, your strategy and authority, you are going to see monumental shifts because those are going to be the biggest players. Once you get that down, then you can start diving into the different centers, whether you have a center defined or undefined and how that plays into it. Then from there, you can talk about gates and channels and astrology and the planets, and you can go so deep. But like, this is the foundation. And this is going to make a huge, huge, huge difference for you if you get this in alignment. Okay, so my emotional authorities, I hope this helped you. If you're not an emotional authority, but you have an emotional authority that you work with, or if you are a mom and you have an emotional authority in a child or in a partner, I hope this sheds some light on emotional authorities for you. I know within my family, I'm an emotional authority. My We're all emotional authorities except for my daughter. My daughter, Avery, is a sacral authority, but I can relate to that because I'm a manifesting gener generator and I have a defined sacral center. So again, even if you're not an emotional authority, understanding this authority, knowing it's a very common authority is going to help you in some way in your life, in your relationships, <laughs> in understanding people and why they are the way they are. And that's only going to improve everything for you. With this episode, we are getting back into applying human design to our businesses, to our careers. And you're going to notice more and more episodes regarding this coming in the future. I really want to help you learn how to apply human design to these things to create careers and businesses that are truly in alignment with your design. We're going to throw in some episodes about relationships, about parenting, because human design applies to everything. But I'm really, really excited to show you how you can use human design in these various areas to create more wealth, more abundance, more success, more joy, more everything in your business. Because Hello, we're the wealthy woman. We're creating true wealth in all areas. And again, you're going to create the most wealth when you're living in alignment with your human design. You're going to create the most wealth in your business and in all the areas that I talked about. If you are ready to dive deeper into your human design, reach out. Either shoot me a message via email or over on Instagram. Both of those things are in the show notes. And we can talk about what a human design chart reading or some sort of more in-depth mentorship could look like for you. If you've never <laughs> dove into human design before a human design chart reading, 
is a great place to start. We will go over all of the basics of your human design. If you have dove into human design before, we could use a human design chart reading to go deeper into a specific area. If you want some clarification on things, if there's a specific center that you are struggling with or a specific area within your human design that you're just not quite understanding how to embody or you're running into some roadblocks or if you want to dive more into the astrological side of human design, we can do all of those things. And as always, if you want to go deeper for a more extended period of time, then one-on-one -on -one mentorship would be the place that we would do that. And there are various types of one-on-one -on -one mentorship that I can offer you. But the surest way to figure out what the best fit for you would be is to just shoot me a message via email or via Instagram. That is what I have for you guys today. And I will talk to you at our next episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, had a breakthrough or an aha moment, be sure to share it with me through a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are what help the podcast reach more women who want to create more success and wealth with more ease. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me at Lauren underscore Francois for more tips, wisdom, and behind the scenes content. And don't forget to check out the show notes for any links referenced and the current ways we can work together. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect in our next episode.